What's the Takeaway podcast, hosted by Dr. Jackie Gilbert Grant, covers a variety of relevant topics with professional guests. This is the perfect show to learn from different views on national newsworthy topics. The show airs every Saturday at 11.30 a.m. Good evening and welcome to What's the Takeaway? What's the Takeaway is a podcast hosted by yours truly, Dr. Jackie Gilbert Grant, and we cover a variety of relevant topics with professional guests. I am so excited today to have with me my bishop, my mother, my mentor, my friend, and her name is Dr. Bishop Dr. Julia Elita Wade. Hello, Bishop Wade. How are you today? Hello, Dr. Grant, and I am doing well. It's my pleasure to be with you this afternoon. Okay, great. Uh, before we get started, I just want to uh, you to officially tell the audience a little bit about Bishop Wade and who she really is. Well, thank you. I think I can do that with you, and I believe I can bring it over for you so that someone will know who your spiritual mother is, who your mentor and your bishop is. I am Julia Whitehurst Wade. I live in Orlando, Florida. I've lived all of my life, and for 40 years, I've been in uh, church ministry right here in the Orlando, Apopka, Florida vicinity. At this time, I am the senior apostolic leader at the New Covenant Perfecting Ministries Church in Apopka, Florida. I am the chief school administrator for Trial Christian Academy that is an accredited institution from kindergarten three to eighth grade uh, serving this community. I am married to the very wonderful overseer Andrew T. Wade, who serves the city of Orlando as the uh, senior chaplain for Orlando Police Department. I am the proud mother of children. I have adult children. I serve in this local church with Pastor Paris T. Taylor, who is our lead pastor. And I have a daughter, uh, Pastor Debrita G. Taylor. We are one family here in the Orlando, Orange County, Florida area. Um, I enjoy what I am doing in the community and specifically from the Tri-L Christian Academy where we are serving community children to make life better for children in this trying time. I do believe the work of the church should be in the community. And uh, that's where I am. That is what I'm doing. And Bishop Grant, if you have specifics, I will certainly uh, adhere to your questions. Okay, that's great. And what I'm so proud of is that you wear so many hats and you wear them so well, not only in the community, but all over the United States and even some parts overseas. And so we are grateful to know, first of all, a woman of such great status. And we are glad to know we are connected uh, and bound by a covenant. So uh, there's something I know about you and I, I know my audience perhaps may not know, 
but you are the founder of the PCPC and the CDKC. Can you tell us a little bit about what they are and what what does that mean? Well, thank you so much. PCPC, Perfecting Covenant Prevailing Connection. PCPC, Perfecting Covenant Prevailing Connection, a Reformation of Clarity. PCPC oversees uh, ministries, Kingdom Place Ministries, Church Ministries, uh, entrepreneurial businesses, schools. We give covering for the uh, aspect of the church being active in every place that human lives are. Wherever human hearts are found, human walls are bound, and I believe the church has an assignment, a commitment to be in the place to bring about a change for the lives of people who stand in need of spiritual uh, care and that with clarity. PCPC, Prevailing Covenant, Perfecting Covenant, Prevailing Connection. That is the name of our Reformation. Now, CDCKC, CDCKC, Christ Dominion City Kingdom Church. CDCKC, Christ Dominion City Kingdom Church. Now stay with me and I can bring you clarity. I just promised you that PCPC is a reformation of clarity. When I talk about Christ Dominion City Kingdom Church, we are the church of the reformation. That means that every church that is a part of the covenant life of PCPC, your members become now the member of the Church of the Reformation. Every pastor is a pastor in the Church of the Reformation. Every deacon is a deacon in the Church of the Reformation because now Sanctuary of Praise uh, Christian Assembly is a church in this Reformation so that we not only cover the leaders and leadership, we cover the full body of that ministry. Simply put, PCPC, a Reformation of Clarity, Perfecting Covenant Prevailing Connection. We ordain, uh, we, I know that the common language for apostolic elevations is referred to as affirmation. We choose by the scripture to have the commissioning of the apostles from PCPC. We stand to commission the apostles. In commissioning, we send forth. That is what it means to be apostolic. We are sending the apostles forth. And so everything that has to do with the ministries that are a part of PCPC comes in the legitimacy of one church, Christ Dominion City Kingdom Church of the Reformation. I hope that speaks well concerning the Reformation and the Church of the Reformation. Yes, it does. And I thank you for that clarity because there may be those that 
are in the Orlando area and perhaps because our podcast is nationwide that there may be those that are interested in being a part of PCPC and of course CDKC. Um, I, I have a question. Uh, here we are now in 2022. But before we talk about the new year that we are now in, can you give me a brief summary of your perspective on 2021? Well, 2021 has uh, been different for all of us. We have not lived in a pandemic. The pandemic is not territorial. That's why it's a pandemic, it's global. All of us have been affected by this pandemic. And I say it like this, Dr. Grant, uh, God holds the whole world in his hand. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. The world is in God's hand and everybody, everything that is in the world is in God's hand. So with that being said, we are in the the pandemic is in the land. But for the believer, I do not believe the pandemic is in the believer. I do not believe that the pandemic is in the believer. I believe we are held safe in the hand of God. When I talk about this 2021 year, we have suffered tragedies. Uh, We have lost loved ones. We have watched uh, our kindred, our friends, our neighbors, as they have suffered through the different physical afflictions. We have had uh, coronavirus, commonly COVID-19, the Delta variant, and now here we are with the Omicron. This has all come to us in, in this pandemic season. This is not a season for the church to grow weary. We must hold fast to the profession of our faith. If God is who God has said he is, and for me he is, then he's well able to handle everything that concerns us. I understand that we are not at the church, but allow me this and I'll try not to do it again. Psalm 138 verse 8 says, God will perfect everything that concerns me. So even in a pandemic, God is perfecting his promise concerning us. We've lost jobs. We've not been able to work. Schools have been shut down. So lives of every age have been affected by this pandemic. Yet, God is well able to perfect us even in a pandemic. Oh, yes. I love that. I love that. And, you know, uh, Bishop, what comes to mind while you touched on the church just a little bit, uh, there are some who believe that the church has lost its stand in the midst of this pandemic or its proper place, has even got a little weak. What, What would you say to them? 
I do not believe the church is in a weakened state. I do not believe the church is in a weakened state. And and allow me, if you will be so kind to me, is who is the church and what is the church? Perhaps if we come to an agreement on who the church is and what the church is, then we will be able to discuss uh, the church. For me, the church is the body of Jesus Christ in the earth realm. Every born again believer, every Jesus name uh, professing believer is now the body of the Lord Jesus Christ in the earth realm, the church. Many times we look at the buildings, many times we look at campuses, many times we look at outward structure and call it the church. 1190 Parker Boulevard is a campus of church buildings. However, it's a campus of church buildings because it serves the purpose of the believers, the church. I believe the building is the meeting place of the church. I believe it is the assembly site of the church. And so I don't believe the church by faith. I do not believe the church is in a weakened state. I know that we are challenged, but I believe if we pray by faith, that help comes to us. It is the Holy Spirit in us to sustain us by the word of God when our faith is sure in God. So I, do, I know the church is not passing away. Um, Dr. Grant, the church cannot pass away. I'm going to remain very calm this afternoon. The church, can, I am going to do that. It is a promise, and I will work to that end. The church cannot pass away because Jesus has to come back for his church. So if the church pass away and Jesus comes back, who's Jesus going to receive? So the church must remain in place until the head of the church comes back to get his body and we'll be one with our Lord. You you said that you didn't want to get there, but I, I, I felt a little anointing or something going on up in there that was about to get released. Listen, uh, so I, I'm going to just say this then. Why can't the church be the same after the pandemic then? Why, why does the church have to change? Most of the times and many times in our conversation, we base our conversations on our, our opinions. And if you're able to articulate well your opinions, you can uh, persuade somebody. When you stammer and you cannot articulate well your opinions, you're probably not going to win anyone to your opinion. I don't want to work on opinions. When we talk about the post-pandemic church, because we get church vernacular. Church gets vernacular, and we just start saying stuff, and it sounds, I, I don't know what it means when it says we sound churchy. I don't know how you can sound churchy, or we look churchy. I don't know what that means, how be ever I grew up uh, in the culture of that vernacular. Now, when we talk about the post-pandemic church, 
I believe we are actually saying the church after the pandemic, the pandemic will end, Dr. Grant. The pandemic cannot take the world out again because the world is subject to what God has will allow, and God's only going to allow what he's already said. Only going to allow. God has already said everything that He is going to allow for. I believe when the pandemic is ended, Dr. Grant, I am trying. Miss you, I'm trying. Give me a swallow moment. I am really trying to maintain this. The pandemic has to end. Yes. If it doesn't end, the pandemic will take the church out. We've already agreed that's not going to happen. So the church post-pandemic, when this pandemic has ended, what will the church look like? I don't believe the church, as we have known the church, will be the church Mm -hmm. post-pandemic. So many things have happened. People have been forced to leave the church building. And so we said to them, go home and modern technology uh, and all the media technology that we now have, uh, we live streaming, we are on every media front. And so our members went home because in our state, the state of Florida, for a time, the governor had shut down even church assemblies. And so you couldn't have but just a small number of people gathering at the church. Now, our governor has opened up every place, every place. Welcome to the Jazuri brand of body oils. Jazuri 24 karat 5-in-1. The ingredients of this wonderful oil helps to exfoliate, soften, and moisturize. It is quick-absorbing and has anti-aging elements that give your skin a youthful appearance. Jazuri Bliss has a glossy, satiny feel. It hydrates the body and helps you feel refreshed. Jazuri Ignite. This is a body oil for men. The secret to this oil is the honey that helps protect, repair, and prevent skin damage. Jazuri Pink Ice. The smell of sweet jasmine is the dominant floral fragrance that you will smell. It's rich in emollients, with a touch of vitamin E, which helps to rejuvenate your skin and lighten scars. Jazuri Sugar and Spice. Experience the dazzling sugar crystals combined with our rich oils that will exfoliate and help clear up dry skin, making your skin to be alive again. Learn more at www.jazuribrand.com. Email info at jazuribrand.com. Open. Everything is open air. Every church has not opened. Now you have those who are all right at home. Mm -hmm. They are obeying your stewardship law. Uh, You provided means to financially uh, take care of the ministry, and they're doing that. They are comfortably at home for Sunday service, for Bible study, Everything is now in live streaming because we are still confronted with the health challenges. COVID-19, Delta Strand, Omicron, 
many people don't feel safe coming back into the church gathering. And so many people are not going to come back to the church as we have known it. The church will always be the church. We've just got to know the truth of who the church is, what the church is assigned to do. I stand with many who have said church will not look the same. The church, I don't believe as we have known it, will look the same. Wow. That's, that's, I guess that's good in a way, and then it's scary in another because for people like uh, myself who have grown up in the church and we've always seen it one way, and now to have to adapt to a new way, I think, as you were saying, some of the people will not come because they're afraid of the COVID-19 and all the other variants. And then, but you know, you sometimes you may have people that just are not committed. <laughs> They're, they're really not committed to the house of God. And this pandemic has been a way of escape for them. Uh, I, that, that's how I see it. Perhaps you can think of some other reasons why they're not coming to church, you know. I so readily agree with you. People live by their mindset. And again, many people have just decided I'm not going back to the building. Mm -hmm. I don't know that they are necessarily fearful because I've heard uh, church members say, well, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but the power and the love and of a sound mind, but I'm not ready to go back to the church. Okay, so you're telling me, you're not attending church, not because you're afraid. You're just not ready to come back to church. Exactly. Now, I go I go to the next agreement with you is there have been people over the years, church members who are just, I, I want to be very kind so that people will like me when this is over. <laughs> um, so I, I want to say this uh, in kindness. Uh, they just have that church commitment uh, that says I will be a part of the church in its assembly because this is what we have known the church to be. No, many people have lost that commitment. And when you've lost that commitment, perhaps as you just spoke, the commitment was never that strong. And if you don't have that strong commitment, you can very easily say, well, I'll do this. It's all right with me. And that's that's so very true. That's so very true. So I think, so what can the church really expect? Can we expect to say, uh, starting in 2022, that there shall be a migration back to the church, the house of God, or shall it continue to be the way it is? Or will we be able to win souls? I don't know what to expect. And I think that's what uh, a lot of people that's listening will probably say, well, what do we expect in 2022? I stand with you again. I don't know how much differently 
2022 is going to be from 2021. Now in 2020, I remember very, uh, very clearly, March 15th, at Trial Christian Academy, we dismissed our students to go home for spring break. While we were out in one week for spring break, the announcement comes, schools are closed. Our students never returned to school until Tuesday, August the 21st. They never got into that fourth grading period. And so we were in the pandemic, notably so, in March of 2020. We didn't come into 2020 in the pandemic. However, we came into 2021 still in this pandemic. So I don't know that 2022 will look a lot differently. If someone is saying that the pandemic will have ended in 2022, Dr. Grant, I cannot stand with that because I don't think you know when it's going to end. You didn't know it was coming. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I don't think you have the end of the story in time. So I think that uh, what we, I want to say on this slide, as leaders, church leaders, ministry leaders, is that we are to encourage the people by their faith. Oh, Jesus said, according to your faith, so be it unto you. Whatever your situation is, I can say that to this end. If your faith does not uh, see you in church, you might not be in church. Now, I know that could come sounding a little different. Now, for many of us, we have faith in God. Dr. Grant, I believe faith in God is I believe God can do it. Mm -hmm. But there are those of us who not only have faith in God, but we have the faith of God. The difference between faith in God and having the faith of God, faith in God says, I believe God can do this. The faith of God says, I see God doing it. All right. I love it. Okay. Because I have faith in God doesn't mean I really see God doing it. Mm-hmm. That might be just too much of a challenge for God. I don't know if God can really do everything, but I still have faith in him. But when I have the faith of God, then I see God doing everything that he said he would do. And personally, I believe every word that God has said. I have not heard every word that God has said, but because I believe God, then I believe whatever he has said. That's it. That's it. Okay. Okay. I, because I believe God, that's the key right there. Because yes. I believe him, then I believe what he says. Okay. Yes. So it's so so uh, now that we are in 2022, and I know that you're an apostle, but you're also work in the prophetic. Uh, has God given you any word for? Uh, the people that you uh, lead, I had someone that I was telling them, I said, uh, my bishop always says that she said, 
I'm not an apostle to everybody. I'm just a, an apostle to whom God has sent me to. And so for the people that God has sent you to, and you can share with the rest of them, uh, what is God saying to you for 2022? God has said for me, and even in our setting of our uh, consecration, God gave me the number of consecration days because I am a biblical numeric woman. Mm -hmm. I have to know what biblical numerics are saying and what they measure for me. And for those of you that God has made me overseer, I realize I call you mine, but ultimately you belong to God. He has made me overseer, guardian of his stewardship. I, I, I don't own it, but I'm the steward of his stewardship. To say to you that we must come out of these uh, last few days we are on the 16th day of December in 2021. We are shortly out of 2021. Coming into 2022, we must come in with an anchored faith. Whatever God allows to be, we are trusting God for our very life. God has said for me, and I am going to be releasing uh, a written document in the early part of January. God has said to me to speak to the hearts of his sons and daughters that he has given me oversight, that they grow not weary in well-doing. We don't know the end of the pandemic, but we know the end of the book says we win. Yes. Whether we are in the pandemic in 2022 or whether we are out of the pandemic, we are to be in God. We can only be in God by faith. Every man that is in God is in God by his faith. You have never seen the faith the face of God. So you are believing by faith this great God that we have trusted our lives to. And may I say to you, don't you doubt him now. Don't you doubt him now. I am not a prophet. I am apostolic prophetic in that I am built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. I am an apostle. You cannot unapostle me because I am an apostle. Now that that is going to not be up for discussion. Now I am prophetic in being an apostle. Are we there? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. I understand clearly. Uh, but and I let us go on to say to these, so that I end this sentence well, let us go on to say to these who are listening to us this afternoon, is trust in the Lord. Lean not to your own understanding. In all of your ways, even in the pandemic, in all of your ways, God will direct your path. God has already protected us from everything that's coming our way. The pandemic is still here. We are still here. We are trust God through this pandemic. Amen. Amen. I 
am so I know I had the right person to come and talk to us today about uh, what to expect for 2022 so I want to know uh, Bishop Wade what is the takeaway that you want to leave with this audience today the takeaway that I would want to leave firstly Dr. Grant to my co-laborer, my fellow yoke bearer, my daughter, my friend, my confidant. I speak well concerning you in the ears of the hearers. I speak well to you concerning you in the things of God that God has appointed unto you. God is working in you both to will and to do the Lord's pleasure. God can only please himself. Within ourselves, we cannot please God. However, the text says it is God who works in us, the will, first of all, and then the do. So you will get it done. Having submitted yourself to the Lord your God, he is still working in you to bring back to him what he wants. Everything that God wants from me, he works it in me to bring it back to him. So my takeaway to every listener, every hearer this mid-afternoon, wherever you are, the Lord is faithful. God has already protected his church. It is not that God has to bring about protection. God has already done everything that needs to be done for man throughout endless ages. How do I know? God has already given you everything that pertaineth to life, even in the pandemic, to life, even in the face of coronavirus, to life, even with the Delta variant, to life now with the Omicron, God has given you everything that pertains to life and godliness, not just life, but life with godliness. So arise in your faith, stand and be strong. I stand up on the word of God because God stands by his word. As long as God stands by his word, I will stand upon his word. I am safe standing on the word of God. To the church, be still. Psalm 4610 clearly states, be still and know that I am God. You can't know he's God until you be still. You got to get out of the hustle and bustle of uh, uh, the pandemic and get into the safety of knowing that God is God and he's God for you. He said he will be exalted in the earth. He said, I'll be exalted among the heathen. God will be exalted at all times in every place because he is God of every place at all times. My takeaway is God is going to do exactly what he said he would do. Nothing is going to come nigh me that God has not already protected me from. 
and so if I can psalm my way out of this. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust if I can him my way out of it. Under the shadow of thy throne, thy saints still dwell secure. Sufficient is thine arm alone, and our defense is sure. God is for us, and he's more than the world against us. Dr. Grant, that's my takeaway. Bless you. Oh, my gosh. That is so, oh, wow. It starts our new year off in such a fantastic way. I am so glad. I am so honored to have you with us on today. Uh, Bishop, if someone wanted to get in touch with you, can you tell them what it's a good contact number or uh, email or whatever you have for the people? Yes, ma'am. We are in the Lord's employment, so we are on call every day, every night. Uh, we have an earned vacation time in God, so we're just on call. You may reach me, email bishopjulia at att.net, bishopjulia at att.net. You may reach me Monday through Friday, 407 six four four two five six seven four zero seven six four four two five six seven you may reach me at four zero seven eight eight zero eight eight nine eight i am available to you as you have desire to reach out you will never reach out and not find a return from me as a Lord's servant to you, the people of God. Okay, thank you. This has been an amazing time, and I am so glad to have Bishop Julia Wade with us from Orlando, Florida. And I want you to know something, my friends. This is the perfect show to learn from different views on national news that is worthy and we are only going to have those that will be able to empower and be able to encourage and enlighten you on this broadcast. That's what's the takeaway. That's why we named it that, because we want people to be able to take away something that we are discussing that will enhance their lives and cause them to live and live more abundantly. Uh, we thank Jazuri Essential Body Oils for sponsoring us on this beautiful podcast and know that the podcast airs every Saturday at 11:30 a.m. Go tell your neighbors, go tell your friends to tune in every Saturday at 11:30 a.m. and with Dr. Jackie Gilbert Grant and what's the takeaway? God bless you and have a wonderful day. What's the takeaway podcast hosted by Dr. Jackie Gilbert Grant? covers a variety of relevant topics with professional guests. This is the perfect show to learn from different views on national newsworthy topics. The show airs every Saturday at 11.30 a.m.